Go ahead. Good evening, everyone. This is the iBug Buzz conference call for Monday, March 1st, 2021. Can you believe we're already in March and spring is almost here? So I am Ria and I will be facilitating the call this evening along with Stephen at the moment tonight. Uh, this is an open forum for anyone who has questions or issues with their iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, Apple Watch or Apple TV. And for anyone, who, especially who's uh, looking to become more proficient in using uh, the accessibility features of these iDevices, especially voiceover. And we discuss also the use of various accessories with these devices. So welcome to everyone who is joining us tonight live and also to those who are listening to the call via the recorded podcast playback. So yes, this meeting is being recorded. And we do have kindly a few rules that we ask everyone to follow to help keep the meeting running smoothly. We ask that uh, all of you stay on mute when you're not speaking to ensure the quality of the call. This call, in addition to being put up as a recording up on our website and as a podcast in various places is uh, broadcasted, edited down and broadcast on site into Sound Radio out of Houston. And so we'd like to keep the call as high as uh, quality as high as possible. When you do wish to ask a question or to answer one, you can unmute and then say your name and wait to be acknowledged by one of the facilitators. Again, that's myself or uh, Stephen currently. And so just to clear any doubts, we do not use the raise hand feature of Zoom on this call. We uh, also would just ask that you kindly not speak out of turn or make any kind of exclamations while others are speaking. If you want to announce yourself, just wait uh, until there's a break in the conversation. You know, speaking when another participant is talking, it's pretty distracting and, and rude and disruptive. So we like to kindly avoid that. And, you know, once you've asked a question or answered one, um, just we ask that you give other participants a chance to ask or answer a question before you ask your next one so that everyone gets a chance to participate in the meeting. And uh, finally, we ask that you. Oops. I think I accidentally muted you, Maria. Sorry about that. Yep, yep. You no, no worries. I got the alert on my Braille display. So, um, we ask that you keep your uh, background noise to uh, a minimum or altogether eliminate it. That would be great. Uh, if we do have to tell you a couple of times that you have too much of the background noise. We do have the right to uh, remove you from the call. Again, really, all of this is just to keep the quality of our call, as we say, as high as we possibly can. So I've been talking about all this muting and unmuting. So how do you go ahead and do it? Uh, so in the in the Zoom app on um, your iPhones, you'll use the mute button. And this is a toggle. It's on the bottom left corner of your screen. On, the, on a mobile device, however, on, your, on an iPad, it is at the top center of the screen. On a Windows PC, you're gonna toggle the muting with Alt-A, A is an audio. On a Mac, you'll toggle with Command-Shift-A. And if, and oh, and on the uh, Mac and PC, you can use the space bar as a push to talk, meaning you hold the space bar when you're speaking and you release it when you're done and uh, that then you go back on mute. So, you know, think like push to talk, kind of like walkie talkie. Um, and on a phone, if you are dialing in on um, an actual phone uh, line, that is star six. And again, that's a mute toggle. Um, so with that, why don't we 
take a moment to go around and have everyone introduce yourselves and where you are from. I am Maria from Albany, New York. And I'm Stephen from Mateo Austin. From okay, welcome, Stephen. And Matteo from where? No. Oh, okay, welcome. All right. Anyone else like to say hi? Go ahead and. This is Shelby in Baytown. Okay, welcome, Shelby. Elisa and Porter. Hello. Billy from Michigan. Okay, uh, Jake. Billy and, I... and Jake. Okay. Billy and Jake. Yeah. Billy and Jake, thank you. <laughs> welcome. Elisa and Porter. Yep, we heard you. Welcome, Elisa. Kenny Kathy. from Missouri. All right, Kenny and Kathy. I got you both that time. All right. From Tulsa. <laughs> okay, great. Nancy from Bend, Oregon. Welcome. Jim in Pennsylvania. Hello. Anyone this else? is Brandy and Austin. Okay, Brandy, and who is the second person? This is Isaac in Temple, Texas. Okay, Ibrahim from Boston. And Ibrahim, welcome. Chanel in Houston. Okay, Chanel, welcome. And thank you. And someone else was saying? Ellie from New York. Ah, oh, welcome. Okay. Another New Yorker. Right. Daniel from Houston. Okay, welcome, Daniel. Herbie and Houston. And Herbie and Roy. Oh, Roy, yes, welcome. All right. And anyone else like to and say hi? This is Joe from Norman. Welcome. Anyone else? I may have cut someone off by accident. All right. All right. Well, do we have, I'd just like to check, do we have any first time callers tonight? All right. Yeah, I don't think so, but I always like to check. You never know. This is Shelby. Yes, we do. Daniel's first time. Oh, yes, indeed. Yes, you're right. Thank you. All right. Well, Daniel, when we have first time callers, if you'd like to share, no pressure, but we'd like to, you know, first welcome and, um, we like to uh, find out how you heard about us. Um, I think I know in your case, but if you'd like to share. Uh, and then we uh, like to find out what kind of Apple products you have and how, long, and how long you have been using them. Oh, I just heard myself echoing. Are you all able to hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, wonderful. You're good. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm not hearing the echo. Uh, Oh, it, it went away. No, I was hearing myself. Go. Yeah, it was it was very strange. Daniel, it looks hey, like Daniel. you're unmuted. Let's see if I can. You send him the little prompt. Oh, did you already send it? Okay. Uh, no, I didn't. Go ahead. It, it showed on my Android. I was muted on okay. my end. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So I, I don't know how I was still transmitting, but on my end, it shows I was muted. Yeah, you're uh, good now. You're good now. Okay. So, would you like to tell us how you heard about iBug and what kind of Apple products you have and how long you've been using them? Oh, hi. No. All right. Well, no worries. I did, um, I, I did it again. I wonder yeah, what happened. I, I know. Well, I'm sorry, Daniel, that you've been having issues. Well, why don't we skip to um we like to give new callers a chance if you do have a question if you'd like to ask it at this point if you don't now that's okay too 
All right. Well, hopefully we'll, why don't we come back to you? I hope you can get your, your sound sorted out there. That is very strange. Well, well, welcome to our call and I uh, hope we can hear more from you down the line with any questions you might have. So, all right. Well, with that, so typically this is the time when I would uh, be introducing Mr. McCulloch. However, as I mentioned, he is uh, talking about iBug uh, with another group. So you get to continue to put up with me for some announcements of uh, some of our many events and services of which this is only one. So we have a website and that is at iBugToday.org. And that's all spelled out, I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y.org. At that website, you can click on the register link to get on our mailing list and receive some very handy reminders about events. And you'll receive also a lovely consolidated email at the beginning of each month with all of our events for that month, separated by headings with all the join info. It's very useful. Uh, there from our website, you can also access podcast recordings, you can find out information about our events there too. You can also see our uh, mentor and mentee application for our Jumpstart Mentoring Program. So if you or someone you know is new, oh, we're just uh, one second here. Okay. Um, so if you are new to the use of uh, iOS devices or know someone who is, uh, they can fill out our mentee application and be matched with one of our qualified mentors who can help them to uh, learn the basics of beginning to use uh, the iPhone with voiceover. And of course, if you'd like to become a mentor, we would certainly appreciate your help and you can find the application for that as well on our website. Um, and there are other resources there as well. Again, iBugToday.org. We have a Facebook group where you can ask questions during the week between these calls. Pretty active group. Uh, that is at facebook.com slash groups slash iBugToday. And note that that is groups, plural. Uh, so facebook.com slash groups slash iBugToday. We also, we also have a Twitter uh, an Instagram handle, which are at iBug Today. And in terms of Twitter, uh, Herbie is our Twitter master and posts all kinds of Apple news and rumors and deals and all kinds of goodness on our uh, Twitter feed. So all of our calls, as I mentioned before, they are archived on our website and you can search by topic with our calls. So that's a good way to do a find on the page and see if you can find what you're looking for. Um, this call, the iBug Buzz call, is available as a podcast on various platforms. You can find that on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and uh, the A-Lady, A-L-E-X-A. -A. Uh, mine is right here, so I don't want to say the word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or, or you can find it essentially in the podcast app of your choice by searching and subscribing to iBug Buzz. Um, out, we have some, uh, we, we do several uh, training meetings um, throughout uh, the month. So to give you a sense of some of our, uh, re uh, I'm sorry, some of our upcoming calls here, if you'll just give me one second to switch over to that nice 
email that I mentioned about the uh, consolidated events. And oh dear, it's not, oh, oh, here it is, just in time. All right, so in terms of our events, um, oh, I'm having a little bit of a computer crash, um, or at least a screen reader crash. Um, let's see, we're, well, first we have, um, this isn't an event per se, but it is a um, raffle that we are doing for an Apple Watch uh, Series 6. So for um, $10 a ticket, uh, you can, be, yes, I and I apologize, I'm doing this by memory, I'm going to reload my screen reader, so just bear with me. Um, for $10 a ticket, you can be entered into a raffle to win an Apple Watch Series 6, and uh, that drawing is continuing until um, I want to say it is mid-May, and I apologize as soon as I get re-going here with my screen reader, with my JAWS, I'm going to give this actually in much more detail, but it's May 20-something that it's going to be... This is Elisa? Yes, go, uh, go ahead, Elisa. Do you have the date? May 22nd. Thank you so much. All right. So May, May 22nd um, at our uh, uh, Apple uh, workshop, it is going to be uh, drawn there. So we also have um, this week, we have our Trekkie talk that is uh, facilitated by Kenny. This is where we discuss uh, episodes of Star Trek. And, um, and again, just bear with me. I'm getting my connection back here. Um, and so we discussed a couple of um, a couple of episodes here. Okay, I'm, I'm back up and running hopefully. So if you'll just give me a second to switch over to my email. I'm not sure why this is happening. Um, but anyway, so we uh, discussed these episodes of, um, oh my. We discuss episodes of Star Trek, and um, you can join. The, the that event is on this um, Zoom line. Uh, also, we have um, next week coming up. Um, we have our uh, Vila Book Club, and uh, which is next Thursday, and then we also have, uh, and and that this week is being facilitated. Okay. Uh, so just to, I, I apologize, I just accessed this mail on a different device. So let me, let me just, oh my goodness. Good. Um, yes, it's thank you. So um, let me just go back to clarify. So the, the drawing that we have, it's for the, um, the Apple Watch Series 6, the raffle. And, um, and so that's a $400 value. And you can increase your chances with a donation of $50 for six tickets. So like I said, it's usually $10 a ticket. So you get a little discount if you buy six tickets. Um, and you can um, go on our um, website to get the information on how you can support us. You can essentially um, make the donations via uh, PayPal and uh, Cash App as well. So again, look at uh, the handles on iBugToday.org in terms of where you send that. Uh, that, that payment. We appreciate your support. Now, Star Trek. So when, this Thursday, March 4th, this is from 8 to 9 p.m. Central Time. And uh, this is the, uh, let's see, the discussion that we are, the episodes that we are discussing here um, are, oh, 
Um, oh, I'm sorry, you can actually visit. Let me tell you the website because this is a little, um, you, you, the, on our website, there is a page for Trekkie Talk, which you can um, visit for episodes to, to more generally get a listing of episodes. The ones that we're discussing on the March 4th are the uh, Star Trek, The Next Generation, uh, season three, episode 25, uh, season three, episode 26, and season four, episode one. And you can visit um, on our ibugtoday.org. There's a link to the Trekkie Talk page. And directly it's ibugtoday.org slash Trekkie, T-R-E-K-K-I-E hyphen talk. So that is Trekkie Talk. Um, and then that's what's coming up. So this week, um, and let me just, I'll give you a quick preview for next week, our Vila Book Club, uh, which this time Shelby is um, facilitating. That's next, the Thursday after next, so March 11th from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Central Time. And the book that's being discussed this week is called The Cat Came Back, which is by Sophie Kelly. It's on board. It's DB99424. And um, so uh, let me see here if I can. It's seven hours and 47 minutes. So it shouldn't be too long of a read, especially if you speed your book up, say, to two or three times. You'll get through it in no time. And on Sunday, uh, March 14th of next week, we have our iBug Cafe, and this is from 4 to 6 p.m. Central Time. This is a deep dive into certain app or group of apps, and this time we're going to be discussing calendar apps. So do join us for that. Again, this is on our Zoom line, and um, we have other events as well, but this will give you a, a taste for what's coming up over the next couple of weeks. And to reiterate, um, iBug, all of our events are free and there are all of our services are free as well and there are no membership dues. And so with that, and I do apologize that it went a little long because of my technical difficulties. But That's all right. with all of that said, we are finally ready to take the first question of the evening. So who would like to get us started? I think we had someone asking about a certain new application. If someone would like to. Yeah. <laughs> if you'd like to ask your question about it. This is Elisa. Okay, go ahead, Elisa. So I've been seeing or hearing about this new app called Clubhouse. What is that about? All right. Good question. Who would like to? talk a bit about clubhouse this is shelby all right go ahead shelby so clubhouse is a um a application that it's a new it's it's new um and you can start a room um first of all when you sign up for it you can sign up with your phone number and it takes a little bit for you to um, get into the system, but uh, I'm sorry to get into the no system. And with the in the clubhouse admins, the, the the moderators have to approve your account. And then after you have been approved by um, the uh, admin team, then um, somebody on clubhouse that has already been approved will let you into the club. And once you into the club and you can start playing with the app. I don't really know much about it right now. I'm brand new to it myself, um, but I hope that helps. 
All right. Would anyone else like to talk about the app? Like what kind of content is there? I know we have a couple of people who I think do have some more experience. This is Isaac. Okay, go ahead, Isaac. Oh, yay. So, so um, I've been on Clubhouse for, for about a week. So pretty much, so pretty much like, 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 um, uh, Clubhouse, Clubhouse, the, uh, it's all kind of content on there. And basically, and basically how, 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 how it works is that you have, um, you have, uh, there's, uh, there, there, there's all kind of people on there, like, um, and, 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 and there's different, there's, 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 the content can be based on, based on whatever, what, what I mean, whatever, whatever you're interested in, if, if you're, if, 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 if you're interested in, I don't know, uh, you know, music or performances, there, there's, there, there's content with that. If you're interested in, you know what, what, whatever you can think of. If, you know, if you're, if you're, but for the most part, you know, if you're, if if you're interested in it, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's, um, there's, there's a content for it for the for the most part. And then, of course, of course, but of, but of course, you also, I mean, and 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 as for and and it. And as far as starting a room, yeah, uh, you can that that room can be for anything. You can you can you can you can you can use that room for your for your uh, for your club or that. But you know, if you're if you're if you're if you're if if you if you start the club on there, or you 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 could just use use that room for you know for 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 just for just we're just ha- hanging out, hang- hanging out with people, but 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 uh, but, uh, but but uh, when you when when you start a room, there's there's uh, there's 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 a three types of rooms you can start. You can start like an open room to everyone. There's there's a social room where you where where you where where, where you can start that room with 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 basically your uh, your uh, your uh, your um, uh, 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 followers, uh, things like that, and then, and then also there's a there's a private room, you know, where you can where you can only just allow you know certain just you know certain people. Okay. In, in you know, kind of kind of kind of like that. Yeah. Got it. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, Hi, my name is Michelle. I'm sorry. Who is that? My name is Michelle from Albany, oh. Georgia. Okay, Michelle, go ahead. Um. My thing about Clubhouse, I like the little um when you like raise your hand feature, and you know the rooms and stuff. Basically, what baby's saying the same thing too about the um, whole room things too. I like it more because it's more low. You can like spend more time on it longer than you do dabble because you know dabble you have like a time limit and then it just shuts your whole stream down. So okay. Clubhouse, I started Clubhouse last. I think the Saturday before. Okay. The Saturday before. Okay. Got it. Okay. So I just want to make sure we clarify for everyone. So the clubhouse, so it's audio content. You're not posting text messages. It's audio chatting in some form. 
That's right. That's right. Yes. Yes. You okay. got it. You got it. It's, it's audio. Yes. yes. All yes. right. Very good. And is there any kind of, is there like an order to the chatting or like, you know, to prevent everyone from just kind of talking all at once or, um, right? Uh, some okay. Kind of okay. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. Wait, wait, hang on. Hang on. I know, who, but just for, to keep our rules going, identify Sorry. yourself. No okay. 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 Go, okay. go ahead, Isaac. This is Isaac. Okay, so okay. right, so I'm 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 glad you asked that. So 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 here's how it works, right? When you enter a room, first of all, your mic is not open. Okay? Your your mic is not open. Your okay. uh when when you when you enter a room, you are you are basically a a, a part of the audience, and then and then basically how how it uh how it works is that um. Uh, the people who uh, the people who are who are who are speaking usually usually in the room is people is is of course the creator of the room and of course like like if they, if if they had if they have you know uh, if they have uh, speakers are like 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 um I I I, I, I um and if they usually usually what you have to do is you have to you 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 have to select the raise the hand uh, a raise hand feature to uh, to speak. Oh, okay. this is Alisa. Okay, yeah. all right, go ahead, Alisa. So you to so say if you download the app, is is it a free app or you have to pay for the purchases? Right, the app is free. I'm sorry, this is okay. Isaac. The the app is free. This is Ebo here. Okay, uh, let's say I heard Ibrahim first. Uh, yeah, it's free, but it's an also it is in data uh, mode right now, so you have to get an invitation. Uh, but also, Jonathan Mosin did a very good um, walkthrough and tutorial about it. I think it was his second to last episode of uh, Mosin at Lloyd's. All right, very good. And to, to clarify for folks, that is a podcast. Um, yes, who was? Uh, I believe it was Kenny and then Karen. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Thank you, Steve. All right, go ahead, Kenny. Uh, yeah, um, definitely Clubhouse is uh, invite only, and uh, they want access to your contacts. Also, uh, like Isaac said, when you enter a room, you're automatically muted. You have to raise your hand to kind of ask to be, um, you know, oh, okay. to be moved to like a virtual stage. Okay. And so you can have like say hundreds of people in the audience and maybe three moderators or 10 moderators or however many they choose. And so you raise your hand, they accept your speaking invitation, you accept you, you know you you accept that, you're able to speak and then they're even having a protocol for the hearing impaired. So what you're supposed to do is say something like hello my name is Kenny then you make a comment, and then you say, this is Kenny, and I'm done speaking. It's to separate uh, for audio, for, uh, no, uh, for the transcription for the uh, text. Now, Clubhouse doesn't do it that themselves. They use third-party apps, like, I think one was called, like, Audio, and one was called Ava, and they oh. pipe in a mic um, through the phone, and uh, feed the feed right through it and does real live transcription uh, for that. 
also it's right now it's only available on I, iPhones and they are working on an Android app and also the accessibility is kind of there but it's not fully you know, like truly accessible uh, some of the gestures will not work with voiceover and so you might find yourself trapped in something <laughs> wondering how you get out of it and that's my comment on Clubhouse. All right. Thank you, Kenny. Good to know. Uh, Karen, you are next. Mm-hmm. Like, um, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Kenny, on, on, on Clubhouse? Yep. Okay, go ahead. And Kenny, I know you said that they want access to your contacts, but can't you also get in if you get a personal invite code from someone and you can just put that in and get in that way? Okay. You you can, but uh, this is Kenny. You can, but if you want to invite anybody, like if I want to invite anybody, which we might demo later tonight, <laughs> they want access to my contacts. I can't invite anybody unless I give them access to my contacts. And oh, I've seen on yes, and I've seen on Twitter, um, they keep your contacts even though you revoke access to them. So this is oh. a data mining. To me, it's type operation. Also, to note, the rooms are recorded. So they're recorded. They say they're recorded for in case something not cool happens. Uh, like you're in a room, somebody starts being offensive. Um, you can report them while you're in the room, and they'll investigate because uh, they have the recording. Another thing is, um, say I nominate... Well, I'm just going to pick on one of the moderators here, Maria. Uh, I I sent her an invite. She takes the invite. She's in the clubs. You know, she's she's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I nominated her. Say she decides to not be cool and say, <laughs> no, she accepts. You accept, but then but then you go into rooms and you're you're obnoxious. You're uh-huh. you're disruptive. You're a troublemaker. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so you get a bunch of complaints like this maria is a troublemaker she interrupts people when when we invite her to the stage she play louds music uh some of the music is distasteful or she's distasteful whatever the comments might be they investigate they say oh my gosh uh, we've seen her in several several rooms and she's done all this so they ban you but then they say wait a minute who invited her well hmm. oh kenny invited her and so it can reflect badly on me. Uh, they know who invited who. Um, they do keep track of that. Oh, and okay. they call it nominated. Yeah. They say nominated by so-and-so. Uh, All right. And, uh, All right. Very good. All right. Well, thank you, Kenny. Uh, go ahead, Karen. I just have one more question. How did all you guys get in? <laughs> this, is Ken- this is Kenny. And Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we'll have Kenny and Michelle, if you want to generically, you know, discuss it. Okay. This is Kenny, and I I got an invite. I um, used a Google number for my invite, and uh, they have that, and uh, of course they have access to my contacts. But okay. um, you know, I'm not I'm not I'm happy like about that. I hear that they keep okay. uh, your contacts even though you revoke them. Right. So okay. there's this there's some Steven. security issues with Clubhouse. All right, this is Kenny and I'm done speaking. All right, thank you, Kenny. All right, go ahead, uh, go ahead, Stephen. Okay, so do they have disclosure 
on these things that you're talking about? Like when you go into the app, this is, is there Kenny? a notification that pops up that says you're being recorded and all that sort of thing? Oh, okay. The, go ahead. This is this is Kenny. Um, I have seen the disclosure. They do have a terms of service, and they do have a guidelines. They have guidelines, and these guidelines, the button shows up in every room you join. Okay. So they they encourage you to read the guidelines and the frequently asked questions. Have they have they told me, hey, you're being recorded? No, um, but so many other people have said that. You know that even though I have not verified it by asking the people that made the app, you know, it's, it's, it's just, you know, like I said, so many people have, has mentioned that. And they're so iffy on their stuff. Like it says I a, if I do a demo, I cannot um, go into the rooms because they're like, you can't play any of our rooms unless you have permission to record, to record ev- uh, from everybody in the room. So, so you know, um, I'd have to make like a private room to show the audio. The audio is pretty good, and it's almost, if not equal, to FaceTime audio. The quality. Okay, very good. All right, go ahead, Alisa. So, Kenny, Isaac, and Michelle, y'all use your personal phone numbers to connect to this app, or y'all use different numbers to connect this is to kenny how clubhouse yep all right uh go ahead kenny I, i've used a google number to connect to clubhouse all right other Anyone? people use their their own numbers your numbers are not displayed like like i can go to maria and mm-hmm. it, it's not going to display her number at all it'll display what she's interested in maybe her profile and her username and that's it so no calling Maria unless you know her number. Uh, who is it? I believe it was Shelby. Oh, Ellie. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. oh Ellie. Were you going to answer that question about numbers or was it a different? I was going to say something about Clubhouse. Okay. Um, Give me just a second. Ibrahim, no you problem. are next. No problem. Then... Okay. Thanks. Um, Ibrahim, you are next and then we'll go to Ellie. Uh, I just wanted to say that it is in data and they stress that a lot. So maybe when it gets out of data, they'll pick some of the privacy privacy issues. Also, I read last week that uh, the backend server that they're using for this app is based in China and that's causing them problems as well. So just be aware of that, I guess. All right. Thank you for that. Good to know. All right, uh, Ellie, go ahead. And then I think we'll start to wrap this discussion up. It sounds like we could talk about Clubhouse for this whole call. <laughs> All right, go I, ahead, Ellie. Okay, I didn't get out of any information about what the rooms are about. Why would I want to go there? And secondly, why would anyone allow someone else to have their contacts? Isn't that so intrusive? And how to check your contacts? What this else? This is Herbie. Okay, thank you. All right, go ahead, Herbie. The thing we need to remember about social media like Facebook and stuff like that is, you know, I think I know people, this might be a bit of a controversial point, but I think you need to accept A, that you kind of do give up your right to privacy. The idea of sharing your contacts with things is so that you're not, what it's doing is it's matching the information it has on its servers with other um people that have registered and so that way you can network with them. Um, I personally think it's a great tool because 
it's how you find people. And obviously, if you don't want to find them, then you might just want to make sure they're not listed in your phone. Um, but, you know, it's, you know, it doesn't, it probably does get, you know, like numbers of people that are not in their system. But, you know, the reality is, is we live in the digital age where information is sold and resold and made money. You know, I mean, we exist to make money for the corporations. And so, you know, I, I think it's, but it, it's like I said, the idea primarily is, you know, with Facebook, Twitter, it's especially useful because especially if you're like a new person and you're new to Twitter, you come on, you give it access to your contacts. Well, now you can find a lot of your friends on the Twitter and, you know, immediately hit that follow button and start networking right away. So that's the idea is, you know, to improve the um, ability to network. So that is why you would share your contacts. Okay. This is right. Thank you for that. All right. We're going to take Ibrahim and Shri, and then I think we're going to shift from this topic. So Ibrahim, go ahead. So I just wanted to point out, like, if you're not comfortable with giving out your personal number, um, most carriers now uh, give you a free telephone number to use, so you could use that or other services like Google Voice that Kenny mentioned. So you don't have to use your personal phone number. All right, very good. All right, Shri, you're going to finish out our clubhouse topic. I, <laughs> I, I was just going to kind of reiterate what uh, Herbie said. I think in today's world, if you're if you have any intention of being in the social service or social media your information is being shared. Uh, th- one of the key factors for all these organizations is your data. That's the most Ooh. valuable tool that they have of you is your data, what your interest is. So if that is a fear, then these tools are not for you. You know, you, this is like I tell my dad, if you're not happy, pen and paper. <laughs> uh, nothing will be stolen from you if you use a pen and paper. But yeah. if you put something on the internet, be prepared. It's going to be shared. All right. Thank you for that, Shri. Yes, I think that's definitely valuable from you and Herbie's perspective on today's day and age. So with that, we're going to close out our clubhouse. As you can see, we should keep going. So let's just to a new question. Uh, who was after Ibrahim who just spoke to give others? This is Nancy. All right, go ahead, Nancy. I want to give uh, new participants a chance, Ibrahim, so we can perhaps come back to you. Um, go ahead, Nancy. Okay, my question is, um, I want to create a shortcut for um, like my email address. And I've done it before and I cannot remember where that setting is. Can somebody remind me how to get into it and create a like- This is Ibrahim, this is Kenny. All right. Um, let, let me see before, uh, give me one second, actually, um, before we do that, we're getting some background noise here. So, um, all right. Um, so who would like to, let's see, I know Ibrahim and Kenny, thank you. Let's see if anyone else would uh, like to answer before we do that. This is Chanel. All right, go ahead, Chanel. So at least the way I know to do it, um, is to go into settings 
And then you'll want to look for keyboard. And I believe that is under general. So you'll go to general and then look for keyboard. It's been ages since I've done this. And then you'll find uh, the text replacement. And you'll, you'll be able to find this, the add button. And then you can, um, I don't know, the first box is maybe the, what you want to actually have written in. And the second is the replacement for that. It's, it's been a while. So I might, somebody might be able to give you more exact instructions, but you basically go into settings, general and keyboard and you should find text replacement. Thank you. Is that what you were thinking of? Hopefully. Yes, I, I think okay. that is what I'm thinking of. I looked in okay. keyboard, but it's it, it's general keyboard. Not I believe just so. Keyboard. Okay, I'll look there. Thank you. Great. Good luck, Nancy. Very good. Uh, who would like to ask our next question? Linda. Go ahead, Linda. Um, I know we discussed this before, but I forgot how to do it. When you're in Facebook, and you're looking at a photo and it kind of describes it to you, how do you turn that off? Okay. Uh, how do you turn off the Facebook descriptions, you mean? The ones that Facebook generates? Um, was well, just talking about the photo. Right, it's, like where it says like photo may contain sky, outdoor, food. Yeah. That yeah. Kind of, I got it. Okay, okay. So the Facebook this is Herbie. created. All right, go ahead, Herbie. First, a lot of that is built into Facebook. Um, so the only thing you can do is you can turn off image description and see if that helps. But a lot of that is actually built into Facebook. And I think what the iPhone does is it picks, tries to pick up what Facebook doesn't after the fact. So hopefully that helps. But you can, you can turn off image, if you have it in the rotor, you can go to um, image description. Otherwise you can put it in there from the voiceover settings and accessibility. And there's also text description as well that might also turn some of that off. But I think a lot of it is built into Facebook. Oh, right. In other words, it sounds like there's a lot of it that you cannot turn off. I don't think so, no. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks. Sure. Hope that helps. So at least on the voiceover side, you can turn that off. Um, this is Stephen. All right. If, go ahead, if I could just uh, real quickly, we've had a couple of uh, new callers come on and I just want to reiterate, we don't use the raised hand feature on Zoom. I see someone uh, ah, with a raised hand. It's Larry Johnson. But oh, thank uh, you, you for just, that, Stephen. Yeah. Yes. If you if Larry, if you want to say something, if you want to uh, just say your name, then uh, we'll recognize you. Yes, thank you for that. Yeah, go ahead, Larry. Um, say your name, and then we uh, we acknowledge you, and then you can feel free to uh, ask your question. So feel free to unmute and say your name if you'd like to ask something. Still. Okay. Is that? Am I unmuted now? Yes, you are. Good. Can you speak up just a little bit, Larry? Yeah. Or can you get a little closer to your mic? I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, it's probably there. You go. Probably, oh, there you go. That's way good. better. I, I need to probably raise the volume on my mic. Okay. Uh, my question has to do with captioning. And uh, uh, about a month ago, I was on a, I was on a uh, a Zoom call, and there was a guy describing the two ways in which you could caption uh, pictures or videos, and uh, and one of them I don't remember, but somehow I captioned a video and and now i can't get rid of it and it 
keeps floating forward to the next one that I do. So it, it's kind of like a phantom in there. And I don't know how to get rid of him. Anybody have any experience with captions that don't go away? Oh, all right. Anyone have any experience with captioning? I know I read something about Zoom is going to like introduce some automatic captioning feature or something soon. Um, I don't know much about it. Has anyone here captioned anything? Ibrahim. All right, go ahead, Ibrahim. Uh, I'm not sure about the captions, but to answer your question, Maria, uh, they're saying they're adding live um, transcriptions to the free Zoom accounts uh, soon. Okay, thank you for that. This is Shree. Okay, go ahead, Shree. Yeah, I just want to get a clarification from Larry's question. Is he talking about the captions that he's hearing every time on a photo? Right. Yeah, okay. you want to you want to name the photo so yeah. that when you're going through it, you 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 recognize what that photo is of. Okay. Oh, so, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. I okay, go ahead, Shree. All right. So if that's what's happening, what you probably did is you. Uh, you, you, when you were going through the photos, instead of going into the photo to do a caption, you created a caption under the master photo. So every time you click the photo, you're hearing the same name over and over. What you're supposed to do is, if you're trying to rename the caption of a photo, you open the photo, you flick right after you pass the title of the photo, and you can do a two-finger double tap and hold and rename the caption of the photo. That way you're only renaming that particular photo and not the whole photo directory. Okay, so how do I remove what I did? That's my question. I, what I typically do when that happens is I go to the, the, the directory and I delete the name. So it, then it'll just say live photo. So can you clarify, so Shri, like you open, when you open the photos app, and then you're saying you move to like the root of the, what is it, the albums? So basically like uh, what I did, and I think this, I'm, I'm not 100% sure Larry, if this is the problem you're mentioning, but what happened was for me is when I uh, go to my photos, before I actually double tap and get into the photo, it would read whatever I named it. And then when I go to the next one, it, it kind of, it almost named it like a folder. So every time it gave me the same name, Yes, that's and, right. That's right. right. And, and so, so it what I had matter, it, it didn't matter which photo you were looking at. It was telling the same you name. The same name. Yeah, that's right. And I think that's what I accident. What I accidentally did was basically named it at the root level. So every time that the photo, I would toggle between photos, it would just keep reading the same root name. And what I had to do was I had to delete that root name. And the way you can do that is uh, when you're on the route, you can do a two finger double tap and hold and you can rename the, uh, the name of it. Yeah, I just deleted it. So when I deleted it, it went back to the default what the phone would call it. Okay, I'm still not tracking. When you say you go to the route, where is that? Uh, let's see if I can, uh, I was gonna, I'm trying to verbally kind of describe it to you. So on the photo app. Right you double tap the photo app, okay? okay? That photo is going to be uh, wherever the, the default root of it is, is where the name is set. And you would have to double tap and rename it or delete it. 
So I'm a shrink because I'm not quite following either. So in the photos app, right, you have your library tab for you and albums and search. It's sounding to me like you're talking about the albums in the albums tab. Is it's that after correct? you open the album. It's, yeah. Okay. After you open the and a particular album uh, or whatever the like. For example, I don't know if Larry has it all in the default album. Yeah, it's like in the for you. I think is the for you. Uh, so. So when you open the for you, when you if you go into for you and you tap and open the picture, you get that name, correct? Uh, when I when I actually when I highlight any photo, what it does is it the most recent photo that I've done is the one that will give it that name, and then if I if I arrow left to the preceding photos, no, it doesn't give it it doesn't repeat the name. The name is only kind of moved forward to the last photo. Does that make sense? <laughs> it, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to picture in my head the sequence that uh, what I did and to what you're experiencing. So every time your last photo that you take has that same name. Yes. I see. What happens when you double tap and hold that photo? Can you delete that name? I haven't tried that. See if that deletes that naming convention. Okay. Because if I if I double tap on the photo, then it will open the photo. So, right? so no, it's, no. it's double tap and holding. It's a so two finger oh. double tap and hold. Yeah, so double two fingers, correct. Okay. So two finger double tap, but then when you make that second tap, you're going to hold it for a couple of extra seconds and you're going to open VoiceOver's um, custom label feature. Yeah. Uh, it's oh, called okay. a label element. Yes. It'll say label element. Okay. Okay. And, and delete that. Okay. Good. Thank you so much. I hope it helps. Good, good luck it's, with that. Yeah. It's it's been, if you're part of my saying, bugging me. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> good to have you join us, Larry. Yeah, welcome. Thanks. Thanks very much. All right. Very good. Who would like to ask our next question? It was more, it's this more, is Chanel. Oh. All right, I'm going to, in the interest of uh, uh, diversifying participation at the moment, I'm going to go to Mark first. Ma it's Marty. Oh, Marty, I'm so sorry. That's I okay. only heard half the name and I guessed. That, that's cool. Um, in NFB Newsline, I went to TV listings uh -huh. and it just has like TV listings heading. It says search and then there's an add button. But it says um, search by channel number and it's... Okay, sorry about that, Marty. I'm muted to get rid of some background noise. So if you want to unmute yourself and come back. So it's in search by channel number. Okay, um, yep. it says search. It says search by channel number and it says search by name. But there's no listings coming up. So I'm wondering if that's because that feature is not available in our area. This is Sandia. Okay, go ahead, Sandhya. Um, I believe, Liz, if, you, if you're talking about the presentation we had this past Saturday, I think she said for that one, you have to call in at least the first time. I can't remember if that was the one. Right. There was one thing that you said you had to call in at least once. On this is Herbie. Phone. This is Terry. Oh, all right, I'll go ahead, Herbie. And then yeah, that was, she said that was for in order to get TV listings to work on Newsline, you have to call in on an actual phone number and set something up ahead of time and then it'll work on the app. So 
you have might to, need, you have need to, to call in have to call in your support you know how you know how newsline like... has a bunch of numbers you can call on yes, to listen to yes. by, by phone so you need to call one of those log into your account and go to tv listings there to set something up and then it should work on the app forward from there on oh, okay thanks okay uh, go ahead terry oh uh, that's what i was gonna say that oh got it okay <laughs> no worries and i think the thing you have to set up is your tv provider if i remember correctly because that is what provides the info as to what channel numbers correspond with what names if i remember correctly so all okay right. thanks very good all right who would like to ask the next question is it ibrahim all right okay uh go ahead ibrahim yeah, um, a little follow up on my question from last week about calendars. Uh, I'm still having some trouble with that. I subscribed to somebody's calendar on a website. I turned on notifications and the lights like Sinal recommended. Mm-hmm. And I still have not received any notifications from that calendar. So I'm wondering what I'm missing. Okay. Uh, it's an iCloud calendar that the person's using. Did you say iCal or iCloud? Sorry. iCloud calendar that he's using on the website, Mm -hmm. on his website. Okay. Um, Anyone have any thoughts on that? Um, And in my calendar, it says I'm subscribed to his calendar, but I'm not getting Mm. any alerts. I don't know why. Right, right. I wonder if that depends on whether he has set alerts on his end for the event. He has from what he's telling me, so there's something I'm missing. I don't know what it is. All right. Um, anyone have any thoughts on this one? All right. Which um, I would maybe I, this just I wonder if just like trying maybe something went wrong when you subscribed. Maybe try unsubscribing and resubscribing. I'm I'm not sure. That's that very odd. All right, go ahead, Brad. One thing you can do is. Um, oh God, off the top of my head, go into your iPhone settings. Yes. Go into a, go into accounts and you'll okay. see where there's your various email accounts and things listed. And if you go down below there, yeah, there's a, there's a listing and forgive me if I don't have the correct title on the top of my head, cause I don't do it every day. There's a listing where you have your uh, calendars you're subscribed to and you'll uh, select and double tap on that. And it'll open up. Cause like I'm subscribed to a couple of different, you know, like sports team calendars and things like that. And anyway, if you go into uh, like I got several of them. If you go into the one you're 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 look, talking about, open up. So there'll be when some prop, there'll be some. Wh- hang on, there'll be some okay. properties for that calendar, okay. and one of the properties is a switch to turn on or off notifications from okay. that calendar. Like I got one that's like Texas Tech baseball. Well, mm-hmm. I don't want to be notified thirty minutes before every Texas Tech baseball game, so I turn that off. Okay, but. So you may have that in there. Okay. So uh, when you say accounts, do you mean accounts and passwords? Or just accounts? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. It depends okay. on that which, it depends on which version of iOS you're running as to how I'm it's running 13.5 at the moment. 13.5, then it's it's in the main settings there then. So like under it's, mail, basically? It's near mail. I think it's not in mail, but it's near mail. In okay. 13, I'll, in 14, I'll, I'll they put it forward. back inside mail or inside things okay and you said go you said go look at like a list of um notification accounts and turn it on yeah go wherever your mail accounts are and it'll be listed below the mail accounts it'll say calendars 
Okay. And you open it up. And if you're subscribed to a calendar, it should be listed there. Okay. I'll give it a thought. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Brad. Anyone else have any inputs on this one? All right. Very good. Well, then good luck, Ibrahim. Hopefully you can get that sorted. And um, so just give me one second, folks. Again, we're getting some. Okay. Just in case here. All right. Um, all right. Um, so next, I believe we actually had, um, we have again someone with a raised, yes, um, Beth, so welcome. Um, we don't actually use the raise hand feature. So um, I, I know I meant to mute, I'm sorry. Oh, no problem. So go ahead and just, um, but if you'd like to ask your question. What time do all these meetings start like, um, is it seven o'clock? Because there's another lady named like you, Santia. And I was so, giving her information about this. Yeah, I bug, so, uh, you don't mind. I hope you don't mind. Yeah, sure. So this particular call, because um, our meetings are at different times, this particular one begins at 8.30. Uh, I'm sorry, 7.30 Central Time. I'm in New York. I apologize. It's 8.30 Eastern for oh, me. Oh, okay. So yeah. 6.30, 6.30 Mountain Time, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yes, you're two hours behind me. Yes. So 630 Mountain, 530 Pacific. <laughs> and what is that? Right. I believe is that like 230 Hawaiian or something? Don't quote me on that. <laughs> yeah. But, and then the and then what do you guys do on Tuesday nights? Because I was I was trying to tell her stuff. Yeah, we do have um, we have a Mac and talk call that's on a particular Tuesday of the month. Um, I'm, I'll actually refer you, Beth, to our website again, um, ibugtoday.org, because it all is all written there nicely on a page. You can go by Herbie um, to review our events. Uh, go ahead, Herbie. Mac and talk is the fourth Tuesday of um, every month at 7 Central. And whatever, I think that'll be six mountain, eight mountain. Eastern. And that is ran by Chanel, who I believe actually has been waiting patiently with her question. Yes, I was just going to call correct. on her next. Yes. Oh, yeah. See, I don't have a computer, but I think she might. I'm not sure. I yes, the myself, or what? By the way, I have a question myself. Okay. First, we're going to take Chanel and then we'll shift from there so go ahead chanel mine was just a comment about the captioning thing i couldn't unmute in time and i wanted to make sure but i think the caller may have already gone um there's a difference between labeling an item like with the two finger double tap and hold and actually adding a caption to a photo and i don't know which one um that uh, larry did but that might also make a difference ah okay that is a good point um Yes, you're right. So. He is not here, but that is that good to keep as a comment. So yeah, sorry. Oh, so okay. that that's all. No worries. I'm sorry that timing didn't work out, but thank you for sharing that. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. I heard someone else say they had a question, but I did not catch who that. That would be me, Jamie from Tampa, Florida. Oh, okay, Jamie, go ahead. Yeah, I raised my hand, but I guess you guys don't use that. Uh, yes, I, I, as I just said, yes. I apologize. So yes, we don't use on this call. We usually just have people um, unmute, say their name, and wait to be acknowledged by facilitators. So um, I'm okay. um, one of the facilitators tonight. So yeah, okay, go well, ahead with your question. So I have, so I'm packing an iPhone 6S. I actually have two questions. The first question is, ever since I was 14, 
hit you know hit the scene mm-hmm. sometimes i don't always hear my text sounders when they go off um i don't know if that's a bug or maybe they meant to put that in there and i keep having to basically restart i pretty much have to restart the phone i guess but i but but like i never hear the text sounders when they go off that's the first oh. question okay. question question two has to do with i'm looking for a way to charge my phone on the go um that's easy to remember or that's easy, that's easy to handle i should say okay um let's take those one at a time since they are pretty discreet um this so is shelby this is terry all right um let's have shelby first and then we'll go to i'm terry. just letting you know it is 8 30 cents yeah yes <laughs> yeah i was just gonna say we oh can... yes the time is running away <laughs> okay right. thank yeah. you guys all right thank you everyone so well, let's turn it over to sandia for our halftime announcements and then we can pick up from here yeah we will all right thank you maria okay welcome everybody and this is the midpoint of our call and this is when anybody that didn't get to say hello the first time around can say hello and where you're from this is terry from arlington heights welcome terry <coughs> linda from brad, no, I'm in dallas. linda brad welcome this is marcy i'm in dallas hey marcy <laughs> mark from montreal mark welcome shri welcome <coughs> Dana from Cincinnati. There you are. Welcome to you. Anybody Michael else? in Houston. Welcome to you. All right. Well, all right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight. And real quick re- uh, review of our upcoming uh, announcements for this week, the so beginning of the beginning of the month, March first. Here we are, and. We have Trekkie Talk this Thursday from 8 to 9.30, the last few episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation Season 3. Check that out. And uh, we have a nice quiet week, actually. And uh, we just had a really fun um, Apple workshop this past Saturday. And the recording uh, of that podcast should be up on our website fairly soon. And... Well, let's see, what other announcements do we have? We have the, uh, the, uh, the uh, Apple Watch drawing, okay? So if anybody is interested in getting the latest and greatest uh, Apple Watch Series 6 from your donation of $10, it can be yours. You can't win if you don't play. So we'd love for you to uh, donate your $10, or if you want to donate $50, you'll get six tickets. So a great deal. And it will go to support our iBug, our nonprofit. Okay, what else? What else? We have a mentoring program where we match you up with a mentor for a 12-week program. Also, all free, 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 free. So if you would like to do that, go to our website, iBugToday.org, and fill out an application. Those are our big announcements. Uh, Now, the iBug guy is going to do the big reveal for Friday night's iBug night at the virtual movies. We're going to find out what movie we'll be watching. Ready, Mr. McCulloch? I am ready and you're ready to go. Uh, Again, iBug night at the virtual movies is this Friday, 7.30 p.m. for our pre-movie social, 8 p.m. for the start of the movie and stick around afterwards for a Fun discussion. 
our movie this week. Uh, hopefully everybody is uh, muted and uh, don't scream out the title of the movie, just like our regular call. We want you to say your name and wait till I recognize you and to take a guess. So uh, does anybody uh, know uh, what you call those Russian nesting dolls? <laughs> this is Maria. Maria, <laughs> go ahead. Go uh, ahead, Maria. There, uh, I believe they're called babushkas. Babushka, that is correct, but that has nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> other, okay. other than, other than the it's clues Shelby. I want to give. The, the, What's the first clue? The, oh, hey. no, hang on. Okay. The, go the uh, clues I'm going to give you are kind of in a babushka fashion, if you oh, can boy. think of it that way. Oh, so our first clue is a young lady visits a park and gazes at a statue bust of a beloved author. Dun, 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 okay, dun. next. All right, nobody's going to take a stab at that. Okay, well, that statue then becomes the author in the flesh. This is Billy. Billy. Um, is it uh, Shakespeare in Love? Shakespeare in Love. That's a great guess, but not what we're going to be watching this week. Shelby. Shelby. Phenomenon. Phenomenon. That's another good guess, but not what we're watching this week either. All right, I'm going to move on to the third clue. Now that author then recalls his younger self. <laughs> Next, three. Oh, go ahead. Notebook. Notebook. Oh, another good guess, but not what we're watching this week. Okay, the next clue: the younger self then recounts. His meeting with the owner of a hotel. Mm. Hotel? Hotel. Hotel. Hotel, motel. Okay, I think I'm going to stump stump them. One more clue. Okay, guys, get ready. (laughs) Now, the owner of the hotel recounts his early years serving <laughs> as a lobby boy is- un- under an exceptional concierge. This is Shree. Uh, all right, Shree. The butler? The butler. <laughs> oh, man. No, that's not it either. Good guess, though. Okay. That's the end of the clues, right? Please Any other me. guess? No, babushkas can have up to 10 Oh, nesting. my goodness. Okay, come no, on, move I'm on. Nobody else. This is Freddie. Oh, Freddie, Fred, go us, ahead. Freddy. Does uh, Nicolas Cage play in it? Uh, no, there's no Nicolas Cage. All right. Well, that was my fifth and final clue. So I stumped the audience this week. This is Stephen. 
Oh, Stephen, you want is to take it, a guess? No. Is this the first time you have ever stumped the audience from all your clues? Uh, I think there was think one other is. one other time. I think I did. Okay, but just trying to pick these movies. Okay. All right. Well, and I've been accused of giving bad clues, but yeah. our movie this week is the Grand Budapest Hotel or Budapest oh. Hotel. All right. I thought the last clue would have given it away, but if you haven't seen the movie, <laughs> my clues had to do with Babushka. <laughs> I think he just wanted the, to say the, the word. statue was an author and the author became a real, the real author and the real author recalls his younger self and the younger self recalls his meeting with the hotel owner and the hotel owner recalls his early years serving Wow. It's a, a babushka fashion clue. Did you think of that all by yourself? Yeah, go ahead, Jim. The Russian dolls are called matrushkas, not babushkas. But, yes. <laughs> I know it's something, kushkas. Oh, yes. This is Herbie. Okay, That's we're going to move on. Okay. Details. All right, next. <laughs> this is Herbie. I thought a Russian doll was just called a Russian doll. Anyway. Yeah, there you go. All right, here we go. Thank you, Mr. McCulloch. Go and your thank you, job. Jim, for correcting us. Yes, That's why you, no Jim. one guessed it, because we it's had the wrong name. <laughs> okay. Miss Kathy. Yes, go ahead, Kathy. I thought a babushka was a hat, like a big Russian hat. Well, for next week, we'll have homework. Somebody's going to tell us what the heck a babushka is. Okay. All right. Next. Back to our hey, regular Hey, what's no, the stop. Russian nesting dance call? Oh, my God. Stop, stop, stop. This All is right. Chanel. Here we go. I'm, yes, I'm Chanel. going to bed. Tonight. Please do. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. I know absolutely nothing about these movies that all of you watch, but it's so entertaining to hear <laughs> you and your comedic routine with Michael going through the clues, you know? Oh, God. It's all that's right, the highlight it, of the oh, This is what, Shelby with what, a question. The movie what? is called The Grand Budapest Hotel. All right. Go ahead, Shelby. Is oh, it a question on the mo- movies or a question for real? Uh, for the regular schedule pro- um, program. Okay, I think we had someone that had asked yeah, the question. Yeah, we have to come back. We're going to come back, back to you, Shelby. First. We have Mr. Jamie T. Uh, that had two questions. So with regard to the first question, why? Um, okay, you want to reiterate your question, Jamie? I'd be happy to. Okay. So ever since, right. ever, since, ever since I was 14, hit the yeah. scene, and I, I did the update. And ever since, ever since the first I was 14 update was launched, I don't always hear my... Text, my, text my text founders. Okay. All right. Anybody with that answer? Why is uh, not getting this is Terry? Terry, go ahead. Um, I'm you're referring to the text notification sounds. Is that what that what you're yep. asking about? Yep. Yep. Yes. I have that same problem not only with text notifications, but also with uh, mail notification sound, email notification sounds. Now the thing is though. If you have uh, an Apple Watch, if you get text notification sounds, they will not usually, but it's not always that, but they're not supposed to sound on both your phone or your and your watch. They're only supposed to sound on your watch unless your phone is unlocked. 
But if you don't have your Apple Watch on, they're supposed to sound on your phone. And I wonder if it's a bug because I'm having that same issue. And I know others who are too. Okay. Thank you, Terry Ann. Okay, now, second question. The second question is, I was, I, I, I want to know what's the best way to get, uh, like, to charge my iPhone on the go when I'm not always in your plug? Ah, good question. And, yeah, I, I I was looking at getting getting a portable charger, but I, I want to know what I, I want to know what everybody else recommends. Perfect. Okay, who would like to uh, suggest any? This is this is Marty. Marty, I thought you might try me. Go ahead, Marty. Um, there are a couple things. There's, and I forget who the company is. There's a little keychain emergency charger. It's an 800 amp device, and so it will charge your phone up to about 30 some percent and then there also there used to be a little battery and it was i think it was put out by phone suit and i think it's called flex pocket or something um and it's it's a it's a battery. It's actually cool. It's a little thing, and it has a lightning plug on the end of it. So even like if your phone's in a case, um, you just plug this little battery into your phone, and it should give you about um, on an iPhone eight. It should just about fully charge your phone on like a ten or on an eleven because you have a higher rated battery, it would only charge it about. And I think all you do is when you plug that in, there's like a little side, it's it's a button, but it's a button with like a sort of a plastic cover over it, but you just kind of press on that. And, and you, well, you'll know voiceover, of course, would tell you whether you're activating the charging in that. And, and these devices use a micro USB to charge those devices specifically beautiful marty anybody else any other recommendations for portable yes, this is jim. jim go for it um i would check your in settings there's a, a battery setting in there and see what your battery level is testing out at because you may need a new battery for your phone i'm running at uh 91 battery oh. so okay all check. right Okay, all right, because you, you're running a 6S, and I know in my 6S, after a couple of years, I had to get my battery replaced because it was down below I just got 80. the battery replaced six months ago because it was, because it was oh. only like at 70% uh, capacity. Right, right, right. Um, there, there may be a case you can get for your phone that includes a battery so that it will keep your phone charged even if it, your battery drops off. How often do you normally have to charge your phone, Jamie? Uh, about three times a day. Yeah, um, if you had to charge it that much, check to see uh, what apps are running in the background because there are apps that run in the background that check for different things relative to the apps themselves. And yeah, I actually um, I called Apple and they said my, and they said my problem is because I'm a power user and so power user means I use my phone for 
dang everything music facebook twitter youtube zoom and all manner of things oh you yes. are off the right place this is terry okay this is this is marty hang on hang again. on so ibrahim terry then marty go ahead ibrahim let's go uh yeah i've heard from a lot of people and a lot of zoom calls i've been on people are definitely saying zoom is a battle killer and longer okay thank you ibrahim then terry there are any number of um, different uh, types of iPhone battery cases out there now. Um, they're the, the what I'm going to call the traditional ones that you put the phone inside of and you can simultaneously charge the phone and the and the battery case when when that needs to happen. Um, there are now these sticky phone cases that you just put stick, literally stick to the back of your phone and they will charge um, your phone when they're turned on and you, you can charge them while they're stuck to the back of your case or you can peel them off and charge them separately. Um, there's also um, Apple, I think, has... Um, a kind of a silicone uh, case that is a battery case that um, uh, unfortunately you have to charge it more often but it it also will show you the charge how much charge is left on your phone uh, right up in your um, just below your status bar and that can be a good thing too. Yeah, I found what I what, uh, what I found, and someone told me about this is the battery cases. And unfortunately, these don't make any kind of noise, so I kind of had to kind of guess. Um, the case is that that you put your phone you put your phone in the case, and what then happens is you um, you know when you when you need when you need a quick a quick top up, you just push and hold the button, and like lo and behold, your phone begins charging. And what I usually do is let it charge down to like 20% or 10% and your phone will notify you of that and then I turn on the battery case to, to then charge the phone rather than this you is know Herbie. okay hang on uh, Marty it's and then, Shelby uh, hang on, yeah Marty. um oh boy uh, it's I have one of these battery cases and it happens to be one of the better ones it's a 5,000 milliamp battery case. So if you let your phone go down to about 5% or so, you should get one and a half chargers out of it. And just keep in mind when you use those, um, the phone, when the phone goes to zero, it will shut off. It will not automatically go to the battery case. You have to push the button. When you push the button, when your phone's at 100%, your, the battery in your case will turn off. Okay. And it makes, it makes the phone a little larger and a little heavier, but I think it's worth it. All right. Mm. One more comment. We got to move on. Okay. Herbie, last comment. Go ahead. Just a thought that in general for you and uh, any power users out there, your best bet really might be if you can is to get an 11 Pro. And the reason why I suggest that phone even above like say the 12, which is newer is one, now that's an older phone, you can get it slightly cheaper. But also I believe from what I understand, that is the phone that has the best battery life out of all the 
iPhone models. And so power users might really benefit from having a strong battery like that. So that is just something to think about in general, if you're going to use your phone, if you're going to rely on your phone all the time. All right. And just final thought, I would recommend if you don't want to do go the case, the charging case route, I mean, we, you know, we've talked many times on this call about different, you know, anchor products. We, you know, I'm a big fan of any of the anchor chargers and um, there are all kinds of shapes and sizes like ice cream sandwiches, lipsticks, you know, all kinds. So you can hopefully uh, find something that can help you out. All right, we're moving on. Thank you for those questions. And uh, one second. I see. All right. Okay, we are now gonna have our next question. I think Shelby, did you have a new question or on the same topic? Uh, new question, I, I can contact him privately um, with my suggestion. Um, so the question that I had- Okay, we're getting a lot of background noise. Okay, okay. No, that's not me. Okay, hold on. All right, try again, Shelby, go ahead. Okay. Um, this is in relation, can y'all hear me okay? Yeah, uh -huh. go ahead. All right. So, um, if I'm going to send uh, the Zoom link to somebody that doesn't have a Zoom but wants to call in with the phone number and passcode and stuff like that, how do I go about sending just that information without an extra gobbledygook? Oh, that's a great question. Who would like to answer that? Anybody want to? Tell Shelby how she could send our iBug or Zoom contact information to somebody else. This is Brad. Brad, go ahead. I would create a contact with the phone number followed by a couple of commas and the uh, Zoom ID. And if it's got a passcode, I'd put two or three more commas followed by the passcode save that as a contact and then share the contact with somebody. Nice, sweet. Okay, Simple. I noticed, uh, this is Shelby again. I noticed too with iOS, when I send a contact card to an individual, <clears throat> excuse me, if I send a contact card to somebody, it does not show up as a contact card as it used to. It, it'll show up like, it'll, it'll look like, It'll appear as a like a word document or something like that, and then as I send it, it'll just it'll send you send you a space. It will not send you um, the is actual this, contact. Is this person card. using an iOS device on the other? Yeah, there are everybody that I send contact cards to uses hmm. iOS. Well, you got it's me there. The only other it's, it's answer I would long. say would be to type it all out in a text message and send it to them that way. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, email. but this new sending contact cards. I don't know what I was going to ask about that too. Why, why is it so hard? Because I remember you used to be able to send a contact card. Okay. Because um, yeah. I think now it just shows up as a file. I think it'll just say Yes, file. that's what it is, a file, yeah. not a contact but card. But it still works. I mean, it if you still acts the same. And then if you tap on it, it'll open up in like a contact and then they can save it. That's weird because yeah. I see it looks like a space. Like I said, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's a blank text. Well, if you hear the voice, if you're using voiceover, it'll say file. It'll say file type or something like that. And then you just mm -hmm. click on it and then it'll update it to your Okay. To your 
Yeah, right. because I've been hearing, and I would send some to, to people, and they're like, um, Shelby, it's it's just a space. There's no... Okay, company. well, if, they, if they're using VoiceOver, and if they really got the file, it'll say it there, so... Okay, and what if they're not using VoiceOver? I don't know, then we mainly okay. focus about VoiceOver. Thank you, though. Okay. Thank you. Very good. All right, who's got the next question? Somebody that hasn't had a chance. Somebody new that hey, hasn't had... Hang on, Abraham. You, uh, I think you've had a couple of questions. Let's just see if there's anybody else. Anybody else want to ask a question? Don't be shy. All right, go ahead, Ibrahim. Ibrahim? Can I go ahead? Yeah, go ahead. So um, I was looking around and doing some more research on another problem I mentioned last week about Google Playbooks and Somebody suggested to me that I might get voice dream um, reader. I'm just wondering, um, does anybody know if voice dream reader will open a Google Playbook at all? I mean, I think we kind of talked about that last time. I think we talked about certain things are going to be protected. I guess, I guess so. just to, to rephrase yeah. my question, um, besides books, so what other types of, of <laughs> like documented voice dream scanner op uh, reader open before I buy it? This is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. Books, uh, the voice stream is going to open almost any kind of text document you can imagine that's not protected. So Google Playbook, I'm assuming most of them are protected, so it won't open them, but it'll open doc, docs, HTML, say, uh, BRF, text. If it's unprotected, I don't, I don't know about EPUB. Um, but it would, again, it would matter. To, you can try. I don't know about that one, but it would have to be unprotected if it's going to work. Um, you can also even upload um, zip files and audio files into it. Uh, you know, um, so it can, you know, day, a lot of Daisy formats. It can do. Okay. And oh, sorry. And I was just going to say, but, you know, I think the app description lists all that it can do. So in that uh, regard. So. Okay. Thank you, Herbie. Okay, go ahead, Maria. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say that about the app description and I did wanna confirm it does open EPUBs, but again, they have to be unprotected. You cannot open uh, Google Play books because they are protected. Okay, thank you, Maria. All right, who's got our next question? Somebody new, somebody old, anybody? This is Dee. Go ahead, Dee. Yay, this isn't really a question. Oh, now she tells us it's not really a question. Okay, what is it then? My question is, really? is, my question is do I sound okay? You sound a little bit far, but better than, well, I don't know. Can you get okay. closer? Well, I you just tried out some new toys? Well, yeah, I got an iPad, and I was trying to log in to Zoom on iPad, and I was having trouble, but I was going to ask how to do it, but I already figured it out. Yeah, there you go. Good for you. So, Good for you. So I was kind of wondering if I sound you, all right. Through you said, you said better now than you started a minute ago. You sound a little closer now, so that's good. Yeah, mm -hmm. the thing up got a little closer. Yeah, look at you. Good job. All right. All right. Congratulations. And there's so many settings and things here that it's a lot different than the iPhone, I tell you that. Yeah, it's a lot more real estate to cover with those little fingers, right? I tell you. Yeah, so. but I mean, so many other like settings in the choices to click on here. Yeah, we we'll have to uh, explore and let us know what you find, what you like about it. You've never had an iPad before, right? 
Well, I got it a couple of months ago, and I'm just now really getting okay well, into cool. trying more things. Good for yeah. you. That's that's really cool. Very good. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Dee. Thank you for your not really a question. Okay, who's okay. next? Anybody new? A new question? Somebody else? Anybody else? Who's got a question? Mrs. Linda. Linda, go ahead. Um, I'm calling for my aunt. I hope it's okay for me to ask for her. Sure, um, go ahead. She has a Gmail account. And all of a sudden, they're asking her to put in her password before she can read her email. Mm. How does she turn that back off? And she didn't, I don't know how it got turned on or whatever. All right. Is it on her iPhone or where is this? Oh, I'm sorry. It's on an iPad. It's on an iPad. And she never, is she going to the website or does she go to the native mail app or? I'm. Not sure. She she doesn't know a whole lot about it. And yeah, it's okay. Anybody have any thoughts for Linda and her aunt? Gmail. This is Kenny. Go ahead, Kenny. Hey, um, okay, so she can type in her password and read her email. What I would do is I would go to the um, setting settings and accounts and um, delete that account and re you know kind of re input that account. So you delete it and then just add it again. Okay. That's what I would do. If it's in the native mail app, if it's in Gmail, the Gmail app, then I would, you know, kind of do the same thing. Maybe something got messed up. This is Kenny and I'm done speaking. (laughs) Thanks, Kenny. Hey, all right. Thank you, Linda. I hope that helps. Anybody else have any thoughts for Linda? All right. Next question. Karen. Karen, welcome. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. About what um, what Kenny said, if you delete it, is your information still like in the Google history? Somewhere in the cloud? Some, somewhere in cyberspace? Kenny? Go ahead, Would all Kenny. that information be gone? No. Yeah, go ahead, Kenny. If they set it up with the IMAP protocol, IMAP protocol, it is not gone. And uh, it will basically grab all their mail and put it back just like they had it before. Beautiful. Who set it up like that? Google does that. Anybody that uses IMAP, it could be Google, Hotmail, or any other type mail service. You would have to be using the IMAP protocol, IMAP protocol. This is Kenny. Kenny you, want quickly describe, oh, you want to quickly oh. describe the IMAP, uh, what that means, like how that works okay. real quick? What, what IMAP means is, say if I had three iPhones or three iPads or three whatever, and I put the same account on each one, what IMAP does... Hey, hang on, I'm so sorry to interrupt. There, there seems to be some kind of background noise going on. Oh, gonna, oh is that you? Yeah, yeah, I had something else going playing. Oh, Okay. Okay. Okay, so what IMAP is, is same and three devices or four devices, no matter how many devices, that a bunch of devices with the same account. What IMAP does is, say if I had five emails, and I read the five emails, and I deleted, I deleted one email. Now keep in mind, I have like three, three um, devices. Mm-hmm. 
So I deleted one email. And so when I go check my second device, instead of it having five emails, it knows because of the IMAP protocol that on one device I deleted it. And so it'll reflect accordingly. So now I'll have four unread emails. And that's what IMAP does. All right. Back in the old days... If do I you, set that up or in settings or something? Or how do I make sure that's in place? When you, if you add a Google account, it generally will be automatically IMAPed. You just give it your credentials. If you use the mail, either the Gmail or the mail native app, when you tell it it's a Google account and you log in, it'll automatically be set up like that. Okay. okay. Very good. Thank you. IMAP is a, is a newer secure standard versus POP3. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Thank you, Kenny. Okay. Very good. Mm -hmm. Who's next? New question. New person. Jim. 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 Go for it, Jim. Okay. Um, just to stay on the um, Google or Gmail account thing, what are the advantages to getting the Google app as opposed to having my my Google Mail just come to my regular uh, mail application on my iPhone? Because that's the way it's done. That's the way I do it now. All right. Who who would like to help, Jim? Gmail account versus native mail app. This is Shree. Shree, go for it. So it's really to me, it's really a preference. But the reason that I like to use the mail app because I have multiple different mail accounts. Um, and the mail app is just a pass through information from your Gmail. So all it's doing is just passing that information to the Apple's mail um, application. But what I like about it, if you do use multiple email accounts, like I have a Gmail, a Hotmail, and um, a few other ones, they all just come into the mail account as one Think of it as a one centralized mailbox. Uh, but if, you, if you're just a Gmail user, you technically don't need to go to the mail app. You can just use the Gmail app. It's, but the app, is all it's doing is just taking the information from the Gmail account and putting it into the Apple Mail, the Apple Mail oh, app. Okay, so it, it wouldn't really make a difference if I used it, got the Gmail app and used it. I wondered if there was uh, a benefit to doing it. That's all. No, just like I have the Outlook app as well as the Mail app. They're both coming into, Mail is still coming into both. It's just what you feel more comfortable uh, using at the end of the day. This is Terry. Go ahead, Terry. Thanks, Terry. Um, I have a, a Gmail account and I have an Outlook account um, that I use on my iPhone. And um, I can either look at those email accounts separately, or if I want to, I can combine them um, and, and look at all the inbox, the, the emails that come into the inbox of either of them um, at the, in the same, uh, at the same time, if you will. And they come in chronologically. I have it set up so they come in chronologically, um, not according to what e what which account it is, but by which one came in first in terms of time and date and so forth. And I 
And I really like that because I have the choice of either looking at them all together or I can look at the things in my Outlook account first and then go look at the newer emails in my Gmail account. And the trick, though, is um, somebody in a, in a WhatsApp group recently, there's a, there's, it's, if you have them all together, it's under all mail. And unfortunately, she deleted, she was trying to clean out her email boxes and so forth. And she cleared out the all mail um, box as well. And that cleared everything out. And oh, so the no. only way she was able to get all that back was to contact Google to get all of her Gmail information back. And so you don't want to clear out all that all that all mail box which includes everything together, unless you really do want to get rid of all those emails, because then you have a really hard time getting them all back. Okay. Thank you, Cherry. And so that hopefully helps you, Jim. So good luck. All right. Thanks, Linda. Linda, go ahead. Um, if you're in the all-mail mailbox, can you delete one item at a time? This is Tree. Go ahead, Tree. Yes, you can go in and delete uh, one at a time. And typically, if you set it up, uh, like I have seven mailboxes, but I can go to that one mailbox and delete individual emails. And when I delete it, it's going to the trash of the mailbox account. So, for example, when I delete, let's say an email came from my Gmail account, when I delete it, it's going to go to the trash of my Gmail account. So, uh, if I delete something from my Hotmail account, it's going to go and delete. It'll be in the trash box of the Outlook account. So okay, typically when you delete it, it will go to the deleted account of that particular mailbox. Great. Right, thank you, Shri. Well, I have a quick follow-up to that. With regard to when you have several mailboxes like that, can you reorder, you know, maybe you... My, my, my certain Gmail account is like way below all this other stuff. Can I move it? Can you move uh, it? So like you want to bring your Hotmail account to the top? Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it has like inbox and it has like iCloud. It's like, it used to be yes, higher this up. Is, this is Maria. Go ahead, Maria. Um, yes, if you click on edit, uh, there is that pretty standard, your list of inboxes, and then there's the uh, uh, reorder that you double tap and hold and then drag. However, that, that orders it in your list of inboxes, your list of like folders down below, the entire mm -hmm. list of all the folders. Mm -hmm. uh, it seems like it will still be in the order that it was before, from what I can tell. So I'm not oh. sure. Yeah, I haven't actually played. I did reorder the inboxes. I'm not sure if you can... I forget. I don't think it showed me all the folder. You know, like the the uh the part where that's collapsed and expanded. Yes, yes, you? that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think it showed me all of those when I went into the edit button um to reorder oh. those. I could be wrong, but it's okay. been a while since I did it. But I absolutely know that that I changed the order of those uh okay. inboxes. Okay, good to know. Thank you very much. All right, who's next? Your Gmail questions. That's a good topic. Anybody else? New question? This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. I've got a question about, does anyone recommend a good app that would convert an audio file to text? Mm. 
Anybody? Audio file to text conversion. There's something in the news that's been out there. Oh, I think that's like, what is it? Scribe or something? It's talking about meeting conversion, but that's not what you want. Audio, a file that will convert an audio file to text. This is Steven. Go ahead, Steven. Uh, Follow-up question, Shree. Is it something like if you recorded something on your phone, like yeah. voice memos or something, and you're wanting, okay. Yeah, because yeah. I was looking for something similar to that, too. Well, I remember when I was in my stalking days and trying to, like, record a call or, I don't know, this came up. I forgot why I wanted to do this, but, um, you know, there are laws against that, so I'm not encouraging that. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> Maria's chuckling. Maria, hold on. This is but, Brad. Yes, Brad. I have an app called Just Press Record. Yeah. And I believe it has a feature that will allow you to record something and it will convert that recording to a text file. So uh, check that out. It's in the app store. Okay. It's got yeah. a, both an iOS and a desktop. So is that an extra cost well. or is that part of the app? No, it's just part of the app. You just, you know. Really? That's new. I, don't I can't remember that. what I paid. It was this not is much. Terry. But... Okay, great, Brad. Thank you. Uh, go ahead, Terry. Um, some... Um, uh, what am I trying to call them? Some services, iPhone, yeah, iPhone services, um, do allow you either for charge and sometimes for free to change convert voicemails to text. And maybe that's, I don't know if you're specifically thinking about that as well, but. I know that this my T-Mobile will allow me to do that for free. Hmm. Okay, maybe I'll voicemail. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. There was an app that Jonathan Mosen mentioned on his podcast last, very early last year, and Chanel tried it because what was really nice and unique about it is you could import files and it would do uh, text transcriptions, which is, I think, is what you know you're kind of probably really looking for. And maybe Chanel or Maria remembers the name of it. This is Chanel. Hi, Chanel. Yeah, I was just trying to look it up before I answered the question. Um, it's called Otter, O-T-T-E-R. It's website. Otter. Oh, you need Otter. to mute. Like Otter oh, box. It, okay. Or, and I think it's Otter.ai. Otter. Otter.ai. Otter. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay, and then the, before what I was trying to say is there are like, I mean, if you're like recording something over the phone that there were services that you could pay for to have it transcribed, but that was a while ago. Anyway, okay, thank you, Chanel. Oh, so this is Herbie. Good way, keep going. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. Just one other quick thing, Just Press Record is $4.95. Uh, and what's really cool about that app, if you have the iPhone 10 or above, it can make use of the stereo function of the, mics with the the built-in mics on the iphone so cool and it's also available on your watch so you can go around recording things surreptitiously as well not that we're encouraging that go ahead shree i forgot one more thing um the audio Oh, did you say Shree or Chanel? I'm sorry. Well Shree was there but go ahead. Go ahead. Oh I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah so there is you can try it out for free, but I think if you want longer than a certain amount of minutes, you need to pay, but you could pay, you know, just for like a one-time thing or like, I think it's by the month or you could pay for the year. It's been so long since I used it. 
Okay, um, well, but there is a cost, a little bit of a cost. There is a cost, like everything in life. Go ahead, Tree. Yeah, just, um, so I got the, I got the one that Chanel said. What was the other one that Brad said? And Brad said, uh, record, just press record. Just press record. Uh, just that, press record. Is that four ninety nine a month or is it just a one-time purchase? One time. One time. Okay. Yeah, it's a great Thank app. You. Very accessible and good on your watch as well. All right. Very good. Very cool stuff. Okay. Who's next? If not, if not, I have something that's been bugging me. Anybody else? New question? All right. You're my captive audience. Okay, real quick. I have, whenever I'm doing dictation nowadays, it used to like read back what I said. And now it's not any settings that I'm missing or what have I done? Like, this is tree. What app are you doing the dictation on? Just in like just text message, like I'm just like when I'm dictating a message, and then it used to read it back. It would just say, it would just repeat whatever I had dictated. Yeah, because the because what I notice is some apps do it and some apps aren't doing it. Is what I'm. Oh, okay, okay. It's Brad. Brad. I mean, it was in the same thing. It's got to be a bug. Got to be a bug. There's a bunch of little bitty pesky things in fourteen. Okay. Okay. I've been noticing it too. I don't know if it started with 14.4, but I had not noticed it until the past week or two. Oh, good. It's not me losing my mind. Okay. Go ahead, Karen. So you're saying it doesn't read it automatically, right? Right. Right after I dictate, it was insane. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't (laughs) you want to hear automatically what you just well, it, it used like, to, it used to, it know, just decided not to, you know, I'm like, what, what, where is it? And, you know, so, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Now that you say that it's not consistent. So sometimes it works. Okay. So, okay. Very good. Just enough to make you kind of feel crazy. So this is Terry. Terry, go ahead. Um, sometimes it, when that happens, I can move my finger down the screen kind of toward the bottom center part of the screen and get it to read whatever it is that I dictated just Mm -hmm. because I don't like to send it without knowing that it's correct (laughs) yes good idea no bad words in there okay thank you Terry this is Tree Tree go ahead I was was just gonna say you know you you could go back and you know go back to the text box and just touch it it, then it'll start reading yeah i know i was just being lazy you know like what happened so okay so okay very good anybody else new question okay this is uh, another question that my helping my dad and trying to teach him how to use siri so when you guys are like i'm trying to teach him how to use notes right and it was like i just taught him how siri take a note so I forgot. Can't we just like hold the button down and then just keep dictating? Was that what we could do? Because he like is trying to make a, a grocery list and he's like, you know, he forgets or he, you know, can't think of the next thing or whatever. So how can he just ensure that it doesn't cut him off? This is true. Go ahead. Um, the way I do it on the notes app is I hold my side button until I'm done talking. I know that technically you, you're supposed to be able to release it when you get the Siri ding alert, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but I just find it much easier for me if I just hold it till I'm done. So wait, wait, so how would you do it? What would be the command? You say Siri, take a note and then hold on or so is it easy? Is your dad doing it through the Hey SIRI? Or is yeah, I was doing... trying to get him to do it with that. Yeah. Uh, well, that's just going to alert the, the, uh, 
You're just gonna get this. The no, 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 hold on, no, no, no. He's not doing hey, hey, SRI, whatever. He's holding the button down yeah. and saying Siri, take a note. Yeah. So I, I just, what I basically do is, if I'm in the notes app, I'm just mm -hmm. holding the side button down and I'm just speaking. And when I'm done, I release it. Oh, so I can just go into the notes app and start dictating? Really? Wow. Can I try it? Okay. Try wait, it? wait. So I'm, I'm confused with what you're doing then. I want to take like a grocery list. So I want okay. to, I, I just want to dictate, either use Siri or something to dictate a note, but I don't want it to stop. I want it, I thought you could hold it down until you're done talking. Yeah, that's what I do. Like once dictation, when, once I start, uh, wait, wait, I'm, I'm, I apologize. I'm confusing <laughs> myself. You're talking about dictation, right? Right. Well, okay. But no, I'm you... <laughs> Siri, Siri, using Siri. Okay. So like, yeah. For example, you're talking about you tell Siri, "Hey, take a you know take this note." Right. I see. Okay, that's different than what I was thinking. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. I was up. I'm mixing. I'm doing my you know mixing up dictation and Siri. So no, trying to use this is, Siri. This is think. Marty. Go ahead, Marty. Help um, us. could you could he like because I noticed at the bottom there's a dictate button, and if you just you know where you like where you double tap it, and then when you're done. You double tap when you're when you're done speaking. This is Terry. I don't know how that would work for sighted people, though. I don't know. Um, yeah, go ahead. I was trying to get it to use it with Siri. Go ahead, Ter uh, Terry. Ann. If you use that dictate button and you double tap it, it still times you out after I think it's like thirty seconds or something. Mm -hmm. And sighted people can use that button. Okay. Um, and you can a sighted person can use Siri as well. But if you if you press and hold, whether it's the home button if you have that or the side button, whatever mm -hmm. it is, mm -hmm. that one should not, in theory, it should not time you out. Okay, we're gonna do a live demo, girls and boys. Let's try it. Take a note. Well, it's not gonna do it that way. What do you want it to say? Milk, eggs, coffee, butter, bread, cookies, cookies, brownies. <laughs> okay, I created a note. Milk, eggs, coffee, butter, bread, cookies, cookies, brownies. Okay, well, I guess I'm hungry, right? Okay, well, I didn't really talk long enough to know if it really timed me out, but okay, so you can kind of do it that way, I guess. We'll have to practice this is a little bit. Go ahead, Herbie. A general rule with dictation in general, you know, no matter what you're using, is just don't pause too long and just try to keep talking. And that'll yeah. probably, you know, might be the biggest right. thing. Um, if you're using the double tap to dictate mode, though, mm -hmm. I think that waits till you stop. Yeah, that's what I thought. There was some work around, like it wouldn't so cut if you, you off. If you do dictation, not Siri. Not Siri, okay. Dictate. Do dictation. So you go into the text field mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and then do a two finger double tap. It should do that little tone thing and then you can talk to your heart's content and then do another two finger double tap to stop. This mm -hmm. is Terry. And I think that ignores pauses. All right, go ahead, Terry. I, it doesn't always work that way for me. Even if I don't pause, it'll okay. after like 30 seconds or something or 40 seconds, whatever, it, it's still cuts me off and i'm thinking how rude <laughs> this is Shree. yeah it's my poor dad okay go ahead Shree. 
it, it is going to cut you off because yeah. I try to send text messages and uh, uh-huh. in the middle of my conversation, it, I get the ding that it stops dictating yeah. and then I have yeah. to go back. Yeah. And... You can't have this, really this long text messages. This is, this, okay, this is Karen and Brad. Karen? Uh, how about, can you do a voice memo? Oh. He can just talk and talk and talk. Look at you. And... We weren't even... Oh, that's great. Oh, but wait a minute. He wants mm-hmm. to see it, though. He has to be able to see it. This oh, is Roy. Convert right. it. Okay, hang on, Roy. Go ahead, Brad. Yeah, I was going to say, when you're dictating, there's a there's a, a buffer. And if you fill the buffer up, that's when, like Terry said, it cuts you off mm-hmm. after 30, 40 seconds, something like that. Yeah. And this is Herbie. I just hey, thought hey, I had a brainstorm. Hang on, hang on. Roy, go ahead, Roy. Okay, well, this is a little different, but you could do a reminder. You could say, create a grocery list. Uh-huh. And then from then on, you could say, add to my grocery list, and she'll oh. do so. And then later on, you could say, what's on my grocery list? Oh, my goodness. And she would tell you. That is beautiful. That might be the way to go. Go ahead, Herbie. I may have had a brilliant brainstorm. Brainstorm. We'll see. But, you know, this relates to our last question. Um, because somebody was out asking about transcription and talking about Brad was talking about how just press record can mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm. So why not use just press record to record like you would in voice memos? It would transcribe it. Yeah. Therefore, he could see it. That is another idea. I'm gonna try it all out. I'm just trying to get him to use his phone. Go ahead, Shree. This is Freddie. Royce, what Roy was. I I mean, I use what Roy suggested, and he can also tell it to get remove it when he goes to the grocery stores. If he picked up milk, he could just say remove milk from my grocery (laughs) list. Wow, getting to get him to use the phone is like a big chore. But okay, thank you. Uh, Go ahead, Freddie. Yes, I I have a different question. Good, good. Uh, Please go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Um, I wanted to find out. I know this has been covered in a in a call already um, okay, a little while back. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to find out um, which um, printer I could use with my cell phone um, to you know to print uh, and what what I do to um, what what is it, what is the what what am I looking for to buy a printer okay, uh, to so use so- with my Yes. To, with your to connect with your iPhone. So any peripherals, yes. an accessible okay. printer, peripheral. Anybody? Any quick thoughts? This is Shree. Shree, go ahead and then Brad. So uh, <clears throat> I would suggest finding a printer that has a numeric keypad. Number one, they're very you know you have to kind of find because most of these printers nowadays have touchpad, a touch or a touchscreen, uh, because most printers that you find will have a mobile app. So printing from your Phone shouldn't be a problem. Majority of them have the mobile app. The difficult part is finding a printer that physically has buttons. Uh, they're hard to find. Um, so that's what I would suggest. But most printers do have the app to be able for you to print from your phone. Okay. Okay. And was, did, did I hear somebody else? Did I hear Brad or somebody Brad. else? Brad, go ahead. If you want to, okay, you want to get a, a, pr- a printer that'll work with your iPhone, it needs to uh, use the what they call the AirPrint protocol, and okay. a lot of them do it. Um, the, what I find the easiest way to do is to go to the Apple app on your iPhone or the Apple um, Store website, and any any printer they list will in there store will use that AirPrint protocol. And of course you can use these printers on anything. You'll see 
HP and all kinds of other brands. And then once you find one and you get the, the, the brand and the model number, you can then go search for that printer other places like Amazon or Office Depot or wherever, and you may find it at a better price. But to use it with an iPhone or an iPad, it's got to use that AirPrint protocol. I could just type in on my search. I could just type in, you know, AirPrint protocol and printer and then search it like that, right? It might, and maybe. I, I've always gone to the Apple website and just looked and see what they list. And I know that's current. And then I've gone and found them elsewhere. But, you know, I don't know. My wife bought us a brother that she found on Amazon. And it it said it did AirPrint protocol. And that's what we use here. And it's just a Wi-Fi printer. That's the main thing. You want it to be a Wi-Fi printer. Cool. Okay. Okay. All right. Very good. Jim, go ahead. Yes. I'd like to go back to email if we can. Okay. Uh, Lots of times I'll go into my Gmail account and it's stuff I don't really need and I want to delete the whole inbox. What I do is tap on edit, select all, and then I think it's move. I go to move and move that group of emails to the trash folder and then do another select all or edit and select all and then go to delete. Is there, am I, is there an easier way to do this? Um, nope. Okay. All right. Who said no? Three or who? No, it wasn't no. me. Uh, okay. Anybody else? Let me answers. For uh, this is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. I think I was the one that said no, but I actually thought I was muted. But okay. um, no, there. The I don't think you can. No, I, I don't. I think Apple made so, so that I. Maybe if you have a Bluetooth keyboard, you can do a select all. But um, I think Apple makes it a little bit uh, cumbersome to manage multiple emails on the phone. Okay. Right. Okay. All right. That's what I thought. Oh, Brad, go ahead. I think once you select all, you may find a delete button that appears. It does you know, So you don't have to do the move thing. This is Steven. Okay. I've been, I, I, I tried that and I looked, always looked down at the bottom uh, yeah. of the phone and I didn't see a delete. And I haven't you know? wiped out my entire inbox in a long time. So. <laughs> yeah. But the, this would be my my Gmail inbox because I I get a lot of junk emails going uh, to that for some reason. You know, that's just the way I set things up. Okay, very this is good. Steven. Go ahead, Stephen. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about the inbox. I've never tried to delete everything in the inbox. I know, like in the trash folder and in some other folders, you can go to edit, select all, and the delete button, like on the iPhone, is on the bottom right hand corner. It'll oh, say cool. tool. Well, what mine does, it says. But first, when you tap it, it says toolbar, delete button. When oh, you uh, okay. double tap on it, it'll say, you know, delete again. And then you double tap and it's all deleted. I, oh. I've never tried it with the inbox, though. Maybe there is. Well, this, this is my Gmail inbox. So, right. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll give that a shot. All right. Thank you. Uh, tree. Yeah, I, I think once you hit the edit, your options in the bottom changes. Yeah. Uh, right. I think that's what happens. And right. I think that's when you get the edit. Because... Typically, if you just look at it, you don't see the delete. But as soon as you go to the edit and you select, then you, in the bottom, you'll get the delete option. Okay, very good. Anybody else with a one-minute question? 
This is Maria. Go ahead, Maria. Uh, just quick comment on the printing. This might not be an issue anymore since with like newer printers and such, but I would also just make sure if you're like getting one or if it somewhere says it on the printer, um, I think wireless itself isn't enough to make it air print compatible. I think it actually has to say something like air print, you know, somewhere. I'm, I'm guessing most printers nowadays that are, you know, wireless just are by default, but it's just something to check just in case. I know we used to have an older, my parents used to have an older one that was wireless, but it was not. And print. follow up on that. Haven't they come down a lot in price? I mean, I thought somebody coming, you can get like a printer for like $60 or something. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So they've come down significantly. Oh, come down. Yeah. So and this is Sheree. Yes, sir. This is Terry. I, I was just going to say, you, you know, I've got an HP printer, uh, but I would not be able to set that up myself because I made the mistake of buying a printer with just a touch screen. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's really important, you know, that you, if you're, if you're completely blind and this is, you're going to be the only person that you try to buy something that is going to be accessible. And, and uh, I had a hard time finding a printer that had, that have buttons. Well, and I, I say buttons is like setting up your Wi-Fi. You can't set it up if it's a flat screen. Because you'll this have to Okay, we're going to have to end it soon quickly. Terry and then Chanel, we're ending. Go ahead, Terry. I was just going to say that um, printers are real cheap, but then the ink, they make that expensive. <laughs> good good but point. now there are some offers where you can set it up so that you, you get uh, automatically have ink sent to you and supposedly right. you get it at a discounted price. You have it set up to right. be sent right. to you on a regular schedule at a discounted price. Thank you, Terry Chanel. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't really, all you have to do is install the printer drive. If you have a computer, then it's, then you can set it up yourself, except I think the ink part is, um, I don't know. If you can really set that part up yourself, that's the only part. But everything else you can um, do by yourself, even if it's a, you know, if you install the drivers uh, from your computer. Yeah, I think he has that. Freddie, you currently only have an iPhone, right? You don't have a computer right now. Yes. Yeah. You, okay. Yeah. So that would be a different. Okay. All right, guys, we right. are at the end of our call. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Maria, for helping to facilitate Thanks. tonight and Steven and Thank you. everybody Thank you. for calling in and great meeting. And um, just real quick, this week is kind of a quiet week. And just we have Trekkie Talk on Thursday. And then the iBug Night at the Virtual Movies. We're going to be watching the Grand Budapest Hotel at 8 o'clock Central. Please join us. And thank you all. And have a great week. Good night. Good night. Good night, everyone. Bye, everybody. Good stuff. Thank you.